welcome to KFab, the podcast. Um, we are talking about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. And just a disclaimer, we're new wrestling fans, so, you know, don't add us or whatever. Yeah, um, but what I'm, I mean? I'm Christina. I'm Sarah. And I'm Katie. Great. And uh, we also have <laughs> producer Mike, we should introduce. Producer Mike, oh, yeah. would you like to say hello? Hi, my name's uh, Mike. I'm a, I'm a really big wrestling fan. Uh, I watch all the shows uh, on a week-to-week basis, and I even like to watch Ring of Honor in Japan. Okay. See, I have a new sound machine. It's not new. I just found it. I'm also very hungover, so I feel like I have to make that clear as well, because I'm not speaking coherently. Um, but we have a new sound machine so that every time that Mike talks for a little too long, we cut him off. But also sometimes, because we don't know that much about wrestling, we have to ask him questions and we'll throw to him. But again, if he talks too long, it's not his podcast, it's our podcast. Yeah. So. He is a, a necessary part of it, but not the on-air voice. <laughs> and also needs to learn to shut the fuck up. So, yeah. Right, Mike? <laughs> Yeah, he's shaking his head in fear. Yeah, he's scared of me. It's our dynamic. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> wrestling news! Wrestling Yay. news! Yay! Okay, so, wrestling news for the week of... God, what was last week even? Today is May 6th. Mm. What was the last time we were... Anyway, from the last two weeks <laughs> of wrestling news. Yeah. So, Katie and I watched the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, we had a Friday night. Boy, it was a real, it was a real time. Mm -hmm. It was so long. It was. It was. And I mean, we have to mention that it was only men. Yes. No women were allowed. This was Mm -hmm. a bummer. Yeah. We all love the women's wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. So we were both a little hesitant about watching it. At least I was, Mm because I was like, that really sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But clearly, they wanted money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I was very impressed with the setup of it on the flip side. Yep. Like, the the ring had a weird top part, like a gazebo. It, it did. <laughs> and I think that was so they could lower down the cage for the cage match. But before I knew, like, realized that, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a... It just has a fun little roof on it. And then, like, all the very, very wealthy people who were attending had, like, armchairs on the side of it. They were like... Yep. U-shaped, like super plush, like armchairs, like movie theater chairs, or yeah, nicer? but like nicer, like you'd okay. have in a den. Yeah, yeah. They like were, they were having business deals go on while this was yeah. happening, is what it felt like. Yeah, they were like yeah. texting. They were on their phones the whole yes, time. Yes, they were. Some of them looked visibly disengaged, but I, but you know, who who knows? Maybe yeah. they were just like yeah. texting their friends about how cool it was. And you got to take breaks sometimes, you know, yeah. because it was yeah. a long Friday night for us. It was so long, uh, but I'm sad to have missed it. I was traveling through Iceland. I just want to say that. So hey, sorry. I mean, they're equivalent. <laughs> yes, they're definitely and equivalent. I'm sad ways, I missed it. I think yours was more exciting. I don't think so. For a lot, why? No, I think yours was better. Oh yeah. yeah. I wish I could take it back. Well, I, I mean, did Iceland have ladder matches and casket matches? Yes, they did. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. Cool. Also, what are those? <laughs> well, that's a great question because I don't think either of us had really engaged that much. With no, I truly lost my mind when I found out about a ladder match. <laughs> what is it? I was like, is this is not a Home Depot. These are just ladders all over the place, and I thought it was decoration. But they, <laughs> they uh, it's in a different country. They're doing things. Who knows? It wasn't. They weren't in the ring. Like the ladders were collected at the top of the yep. ramp, 
So if you look at them, okay. you're like, what weird set dressing? Yeah, like, like whose <laughs> entrance is this? Who's oh, these yes. ladders? I got know? it. Or, yeah, but it's actually a match where a person has to use a ladder to get the belt that is hanging from above. And there's multiple lengths of ladders. What? Yeah, like some are short and some are really tall. Is this wrong? Mike no, is laughing like, so hard that like, I don't know if it's wrong. So okay, okay. the belt is hanging above the ring. On like, like on a, a metal, like <laughs> literally a metal, uh, like hanging wire. It's... So they, they have to get a ladder uh-huh. and bring it down and climb it up to get it. But if it's like too short, they're like, oh no, I have to get the taller ladder. And then they also climb much slower than you would actually climb a ladder to like, you know, give time for other things to happen. But the very dramatic, there was a lot of happening parts. during other things are happening. This is all that's going they're on. Just, at this they're just they're fighting. There's like how many people? In how the many, ring? Who was in that? Four. four yeah, people. it felt like a four thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody gets the idea. Each other at the same time? They're fighting each other oh. to get on the ladder. Mm-hmm. But oh. at some point, <laughs> the best part about it is that one person all of a sudden realizes that underneath the ring is the longest ladder. Yeah, the ladder you must. This was a tag team thing, right? I'm just now remembering it yep. was. No, it, it was, wasn't. Nope. Okay, no, just randomly. Okay. <laughs> there were just four people, and I made mm-hmm. it a tag team in my Of course, mind. Finn was in it. He oh. was. Finn was in this it. This was the very dramatic yeah. part because. He almost got it, and then it was taken away from him, and he got hit in the face with the belt and started bleeding. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. Not I don't the like face. it. Yeah, it, it was right at the eyebrow, like where you would uh, get your piercing done. Yeah. So it's like still kind of hot, but like don't hurt That's his where, face. Where I would get my eyebrow piercing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I mean, I feel like at some point all of us went to some trashy beach and thought about an eyebrow piercing. I never did. Uh, well, I did. <laughs> I 100% followed like through on the belly button piercing. So oh, who among you were a us? Belly buttoner? Mm-hmm. No, she still has it. I, I took it out, but the hole will live on forever <laughs> yeah. because they don't go away. Uh, just word to, to the wise of our, I'm sure, scores of young listeners out there. Think about that belly yeah. button piercing. Casket, casket match, match. <laughs> says Mike. Yeah. <laughs> also a casket match. Do you know oh, what a casket what? match is? No. I uh, think of which. Which wrestler would have a casket? The Undertaker, right? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Cool. Mike's so proud of me. Um, so <laughs> this is the thing where they bring out a casket and they put it next to the ring. It was a little bit dinged up. It looked like it maybe got like harmed in transit a little bit. What? Did it fly on Delta? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good yes. one. Sorry, we would love if you sponsored our podcast. Please do ask <laughs> Please. for us. Yeah. Um, but the, you... you the match is over until someone gets put in the casket. <laughs> They're done. They, they shut the they He has shut to the lid he has to shut the lid on. It. And there's a little casket cam. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so wait, the undertaker does it or he caskets he someone else. Okay. Yeah. I think probably someone else could also use it, right? Cuz that's the rules of the match, Mike, is that the case? Okay. Yeah. I was assuming it wasn't only the undertaker but, who could use his casket. Yeah. But once again, we were worried about the undertaker. <laughs> Because I picture him like my granddad, like oh. if I were to go to Six Flags with him. Like, I'm going to be cautious the whole time. But, I oh mean, the audience went legit nuts for The Undertaker. They did. It's great. Like, mm-hmm. it was a big moment. All the rich peoples? Oh, yeah. It was like a very long, slow entrance. Very. Did Mike cry again? 
Nope. No, we all just like watched respectfully. His jacket looked different this time. It looked like more embossed. I don't know if he had a fancy jacket for this oh. fancy match, but it was like yeah. a different type of look for him. No, I like when he's trying to dress it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undertaker's just classing it up for the Saudi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he was fighting um, Rusev. We should. So say. it was. So it was yeah. Rusev Day. It, yes. That's with, what it's called. Yeah. Uh-huh. With his little. Aiden Cryer. Yep. Aiden English. Oh, the fucking worst. Yep. What did he do? He did a saw. What was it? He sang something this time. He he sang a little. He sort of stepped on a line. Beat poet. I would like to see a match. I gotta say with Aiden English and um, I know exactly Elias. Elias (laughs) fighting just with guitars. Have they done it, Mike? (laughs) A guitar match. I'm pitching that storyline. Yep. Are Uh, they on the same show? Okay. Well, they could do a crossover episode. Yeah, that, that doesn't for You know how, how... Are you thinking New Girl and yep, I, yeah. yeah. Like how they went to... The worst crossover episode It, it made no sense, but like... It was like, so strange. Uh, Sorry. That's for our other podcast, talking about TV crossovers. Again, um, I'm so hungover. And, okay. and TV musicals. Oh, and hungover. we should say... Oh, yeah. The, so the highlights, um, right? Yeah, but the other... the um, Aiden English also ended oh. up in the casket. Oh, yeah. great. End of story. He and Rusev together. Up, they were like snuggled in the casket oh, together. Yep. That's my nightmare. I yep. know. They're 69. Yeah, they yeah. 100% were. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what else happened? It's very funny. Mm, oh. Oh, the deleters of worlds. Oh, yes. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt won the WWE Raw Tag Team titles. You know, that thing we all know? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, they were, I think, out of watching our Friday night, watching the Greatest Royal Rumble, was uh, watching the Hardy Brothers and how not turned on Sarah and I were by these men the entire time. Like, you know what? To each their own, but I was, I felt uncomfortable. Yes, truly. <laughs> they were the sweatiest. Uh, Matt Hardy wore jacquard fabric. Oh my god, he had this like long, dramatic jacket. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy wears like a rash guard. He <laughs> yeah, wears he like a PacSun rash guard and like Jenko jeans. It's the craziest look. It is a very... I can't describe it. And then I went down a really deep rabbit hole of watching Matt Hardy's videos of him oh, yeah. deleting his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have to, <laughs> we have to just talk. We have to do. <laughs> and now my YouTube page is mostly sponsored things of Matt Hardy clothing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God! What have we done? This podcast is ruining our algorithm. <laughs> Truly ruining. <laughs> I just want to clarify: all everyone's crying right now. Everyone's <laughs> laughing so hard they're crying. Right now. I on to look today about the Met Ball information and I got nothing on fashion that was oh my all God. Matt Hardy videos. Anna Wintour has blocked you from yeah. the It was oh. like, what was those old, those old video recorders? Oh, uh, oh my God. This has oh. got so much. I, I can't. Someday, 
when we think we can handle it, we're gonna have to do a whole thing on the hardest because hundred percent. Oh, that's so wow. heavy. That really. <laughs> and we have to move on from that to something that is like not entertaining, which was Roman uh, Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> the Universal Title Match: Roman Reigns was fighting Brock Lesnar again. Yep. Um, and they were in a steel cage. God, everyone uh, thought that was boring the first time. Why it was they also, do it again? I don't know. I mean, it was, we actually fast-forwarded through it. Yeah. Um, oh, damn. We saw the end, and uh, Roman Reigns lost after, like, shoving <laughs> Brock Lesnar through the side of the cage. Yeah. Um, and even though, oh, his his feet touched the ground first. It was so lost. dramatic. Yeah. Yep. It was like a big oh. controversial thing. So and we the, have a gif of it we're looking at so you can like even see. Yeah. And they kept yeah. replaying also, like shoving him. He tackles him out. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they kept replaying it over and over again and then Brock Lesnar was like dying on the sidelines just like dripping sweat oh. and they had like a little cam of that going on. Oh. It was It he was looks like he to me Brock Lesnar is just like a like two-year-old toddler who's just gigantic. Yep. Yeah. Like he has the face of a fucking baby, but is also very scary. Yep. It's it's very true. I would like to see him be a villain in like some like redone, like an eighties thing. Sorry, if you can hear me pouring my drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We all need to hydrate after crying out all those tears. Glug 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 glug. Um. But yeah, he just looks like such an overgrown baby to me. Yeah, he does. Um, then we're going to just move it right along because we probably wasted 20 oh my minutes God. laughing. Oh, so yeah. much time. Uh, Titus O'Neil slipped and fell oh, under yeah. the ring during his entrance. Oh, yeah, to the Royal Rumble. So he was just, like, sprinting down. Because it was faster than the previous Royal Rumble we saw. They, like, sped up the entrances because they did more people, fi- right? 50 people? 50 people. Yeah. yeah. So it was, like, a lot. So it was, and it was very every twenty five seconds. It was like ninety. Someone. It was like ninety seconds or something. They did it slightly shorter so they could yeah. get more people in. But like uh, Titus O'Neil was sprinting in and he tripped and slid and went completely underneath the ring, which is also very funny. And he like disappears underneath it. We're watching the GIF and I am really enjoying. It's mesmerizing. Yeah. I've seen it so many times now and I still really like it a lot. It's really I funny. do too. It and just looks like he's going to take a little nap. Yeah, yep. I thought it was deliberate when I first saw it and yeah. then realized that he had just fallen in a really really funny way and you know because of all that oil you're just gonna like go in a slip and slide <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're at summer camp i'm really excited about using this to show displeasure in a twitter comment section at oh, some yeah. point in time it it's like it's a gift made for that oh it 100 percent. everyone um, should bookmark oh yeah. so our our baby boy braun Strowman, he won won mm-hmm. very happy about that and it was great he walked in and just started throwing people <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just like decked gold dust out of there very mm-hmm. quickly. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's go through the Raw and SmackDown highlights as well. Just moving us, man. Yeah, we just got, I mean, we'll book it through these. We didn't watch yeah. these. I'm just going to read this. Mm-hmm. On Raw, Roman Reigns tried to address the controversial finish to the greatest Royal Rumble before being confronted by his opponent, Samoa Joe, at Backlash tonight. It was a whole me- huge mess. A ton of people got involved. It ended in a six-man tag match. Um, I'm not going to say these people because I don't care. Uh- no, I mean, okay, I do They're care. kind of good. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and Braun Strowman teaming up against Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Jinder Mahal. Oh, okay. That sounds like a fun bunch of people to have. I'm yeah. sorry I said I didn't care. I, I do. I just saw a bunch of names. I was like, I'm going to mess up one. It's a long list of names. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we actually watched the video of the 
um, introduction, uh, the moment of bliss, Alexa Bliss continues her promos, uh, insisting that Nia Jax is the one that's bullying her. That's that <sighs> promo felt like she was let improvise. I like, mean, they let her improvise that, and that's why it was so mm-hmm. fucking bad. Because yep. it was just like, we saw this old woman, a homeless woman, and I had a burrito bowl, and it's like, what are you... And, yeah. then, and then Nia ate it all, and I'm like, how? With her hand? Like, mm-hmm. say burrito. It's like when an actor is asked to improvise in an audition. It that's felt like that, happens. and she's not a good actor. No. I mean... Oh, I think we're all team team Naya in this, yeah. this Big fight time. anyway. Also, it was just the like is. the information was, not, I don't know, just was not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, just continuously ripping on Naya for being a bigger lady. Yeah, yeah. eating a bowl like once again, just about mm-hmm. food and eating, and also about stealing from a homeless woman. <laughs> <laughs> like that whole part, I guess you know. God, it, yeah. was, it was it was so nuts. It's rough stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then Seth Rollins and our boyfriend Finn Balor put mm-hmm. on an amazing match for the Intercontinental title with Seth retaining before he faces The Miz at Backlash. Oh, that's exciting. Yep. That we like exciting. we like a number of these people yeah, in this do. news item. We um, know their names, too. Uh-huh. And back to Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate winning the tag titles, he made a video. He, like, did a poem about the night, right? Was it, it was, like, a video about how they were, like, all throughout history they had been in every moment and it was like yep. photoshopped him they and like hired a 13 year old to photoshop them into like Delo- George Washington <laughs> crossing the Delaware and like and like the Times yep. Square kiss after World War II it was really mm-hmm. it was actually very funny and you know everyone just shakes their head at him and agrees to do it and then they go back home and go what the fuck was that I love it oh. yep. I think I love I gotta I gotta look into him more oh yes you do yeah. change your algorithms please. yeah I'll, I'll change your algorithms <laughs> <laughs> oh wow I just started reading the next item on here and it is insane so Smackdown to mock Daniel Bryan Big Cass ran a segment in which he invited a little person dressed as Daniel Bryan down to the ring made a bunch of short jokes and then beat the little person up no one was what into it well fuck? thank god no one was into it that sounds terrible why would he do that? I mean, I'm I'm okay. I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan, so yeah. this is like really upsetting to me. Yeah, you because you you started watching, and Total we'll Buzz. we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, because it's very important. That's really what? that's a very exciting. That you watching the show is exciting. This match does not sound exciting no. at all. It sounds terrible. That's a bummer. Yeah. I don't even have like that's just like. Yeah, no riffing to be that, had. Just the, do better, guys. The thing that's that's so weird about choices that are made like that in, you know, 2018, whatever year we all decide to, that we want to be better in, um, is that, like, that went through a team of people and everyone was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh-huh. That's what I can't handle. Is God. like when one person makes a mistake, it's like, all right, like we get it. Some people are like, sometimes your it's brain. It's like the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone was like, no, no, this is good. We're gonna change. This is a Don Draper Coke commercial. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Anyway, do you want to read that one, Katie? Yeah. Rusev's wife and occasional manager Lana hinted that perhaps Rusev's current manager, our favorite, Aiden English, mm. might be holding him back. Ooh. Okay. Do you think they're setting them up to eventually turn on each other? Because I think that would be really fun, wouldn't it? I agree, mainly because I also think Aiden English is holding him back for no reason other than Aiden English sucks. And he holds <laughs> anyone back. Yeah. 
Um, also, after punching AJ Styles in the nuts one too many times. Oh, God. Shinsuke Nakamura. Thank you. Finds himself in a no disqualifications match this Sunday. What does that mean? What is a no disqualifications match? He can match? do whatever and just punch him in the dick multiple, multiple times. Oh, really? Because in the Greatest Royal Rumble, oh, yeah. he continued to do that. He's turned heel, right? Oh. Is that the proper way of saying it? He's, He's turned, turned into a heel? Or he... He turns, he's he's, he's heel, heel. He is heel turned. What he's is taking a turn? He doing? Uh, yeah, he's a he's a bad guy. Okay. Right now. Yeah, we'd say he turns heel or he is a heel. Mm-hmm. So I did it right. He mm-hmm. did it yes. perfectly. Thank you. We're learning. And then a no disqualifications match is uh, basically there's no rules. You can hit someone with weapons if you want. Uh, you can't get counted out. Uh, it's a, it's a much more brutal match. Okay, I'll turn. Ooh. Okay. A fun sound effect. We have so many options. I do wish we had the the bell on it, but you know. Yeah. This is what's happening for now. All right. So, moving along. Oh, God, there's no more news. Oh, this is actually great news. Oh, this is fucking bonkers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kane secured the GOP nominee for his nomination for his mayoral race in Knox County, Tennessee. And the picture of him... I mean, both pictures are really stunning for different reasons. We yep. can post this on Instagram. Yeah. Because the one of him as Kane, he's in, like, this black and red, like, you Jumpsuit? know. Jumpsuit? Yeah. One-sleeve one sleeve bachelorette contestant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contestant yeah. outfit. And, and then. And then his other, uh, he's still, he's in, like, a fawn. Dad. Dad I mean, best. that is the most. Tennessee male outfit I've ever seen. If there were boat shoes on that man, then I would be like, yeah, you went to the high school. You went to Macaulay or Baylor. The high school's in Chattanooga. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. But also, that's a wide collar, my man. Yeah, that that's is a big collar. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really a big fucking collar. Yeah, it it's is. probably... Also, no a, flag pin. Where's your... I know. Mm-hmm. Not a patriot. Huh? GOP. He's gonna Mr. win. Mr. Jacobs. <laughs> I saw recently that he went on someone else's podcast, so my big hope is that he'll come on our podcast. Yeah, I think that's definitely... Yeah, so we can't make happen. fun of the collar too much. No. Yes. And then, oh. Oh. The most important news. Katie. Oh, my gosh. So, I have gone through two seasons of Total Bellas now, and one season of Total Divas. It's become my new writing fuel, which is great. I'll just write and watch it at the same time, but I am attached to the Bellas. I'm just mm. going to say it. I think that they're awesome. Brie is the most hippie, natural woman, mm. and I really appreciate that. And her and Daniel Bryan are a great couple, but I don't want to talk about him now because I'm really upset about what he did. No. Oh, he, no, no, he didn't his, do that. His opponent did. His opponent? Okay, yeah. just yeah, kidding. Yeah, no, it wasn't Got him. confused. He was the, the, the victim of... But he, he agreed to it also trip. going on. He wasn't so, there. Guess. He wasn't there. He wasn't there at all? His opponent just brought this little person out. And okay. And was like, I, I got Daniel Bryan here. Ooh, okay, no. And then he uh, did yeah. that. I read that wrong then. He is blameless. My bad. You can You're keep loving him. still a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, so watch that. And then this is actually a great segue into my first... Um, team i'm doing a team this week because they're just they're special but uh so brazongo is the name of the team and it is tyler breeze and fandango not fandango <laughs> like not? the movie oh. yes but fandango spelled, why didn't he spell it differently has, um, has he been around longer so no, no. he's just he's been making through. a branding choice a branding mistake 
great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, actually, Fandango was mm-hmm. in the first season of Total Divas. Oh. And the thing that he used to do before they became Brazongo is he was a professional ballroom dancer turned <gasps> wrestler. Okay. Yes. Why so, is there not more overlap? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> look at that smirk right there. So every single entrance he does is he finds a different woman and they do a little bit of a ballroom routine and it ends with her doing a split in the ring. Oh my and gosh. then he does like a dance move on top of that and all of his outfits are like leathery sparkles, gems, all that stuff. A wide pant leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So in the first season of Total Divas, one of the female wrestlers tries to become one of his dancers and she's not a dancer and everyone gets so mad at her and she almost becomes like thrown out of wwe so okay very dramatic and he's so such a bad actor it was as you could yeah from the videos so we've got fandango who also was in nxt as johnny curtis for a long time You know, it just like says that you got to switch your things up a little bit. Your idea is your premise. So then, Fandango plus Tyler Breeze. This oh, picture wow. is goddamn insane. It's yeah. really good. Is that his phone case? It's, it's a furry it's, yeah. phone case. Mm-hmm. And you know he that? is a fur guy. Like, he's very into fur. And his whole entire thing is that he's a narcissist. He was like a good looking dude and he couldn't really think of a premise. So he always has a selfie stick and is always brushing his hair, looking at himself in a mirror. That rips off my guy, but we'll get to that. Okay. Ooh, guys. He's a little more like the Zoolander version of it. Mm -hmm. Is is Tyler Breeze's spin on Bruce George. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. does like hanging out, all that stuff. But his fur cell phone case reminds me of that book that Harry Potter has to yes. get that tries to yeah. fight him? Uh, the Monster Book of the Monsters? Mo- yes, yep. thank you, Sarah. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Don't worry, I'm here for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for Sarah's sure. bachelorette party went to Harry Potter world. Yes, in full costumes. Um, they were beautiful. They were beautiful. My sister made them. They were really beautiful. Uh, I just I, wanted to make sure that I everyone know. knew. Yeah. You guys should know who you're dealing with. Yes. We all have fandoms. Yes. Some people's is wrestling. Oh, absolutely. We contain multitudes. So right. because we decided to slideshow, I got really into this and so uh-huh. in 2016 the year that unemployment was at an all-time low and the Cubs finally won the World Series and Beyonce dropped one of the best albums of all time Lemonade was the same year that Brazongo was formed beautiful <laughs> set in the scene <laughs> so they were um, they were faced with uh, it was Fandango and Goldust one of my favorites faced Truth and Tyler Breeze, and it ended in a no contest when Fandango and Breeze turned on their partners and refused to fight because Truth and Goldust refused to fight each other. It's our truth. Our truth? Our hyphen truth. Our hyphen truth. Sorry, yes. Huh. Um, we don't know wrestling. So this resulted in Fandango aligning with Breeze and becoming Brazongo. Um, and they're also known as the Fashion Police. Mm. Oh, perfect tie-in. So um, they have some uh, sketches and videos on YouTube of them making fun of like SBU, and they make fun of the X Files called the Fashion Files. It really looks like someone's kid brother held a camera, right? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And my best way of describing them is if an alien were to describe what porn is. <laughs> because they just wear fur, they wear chaps. 
a lot of skin Mm -hmm. and like earlier today my laptop was up and I just went and cleaned and came back and I got nervous that somehow porn was on my computer because of a photo of them. So yeah, so Katie sent us a video and the first thing I said within the first 10 seconds is this looks like a porn. Mm -hmm. It's completely insane. Yeah. It's, they're very special. Um, and as you can see, they like to match. Wow. And they come out, and then usually Tyler Breeze comes out first, has a selfie stick full mm-hmm. of fur. And then <laughs> Fandango has his own song, which is, it's called Cha Cha Cha. And it's very special, and it was apparently it was really popular. So he mm-hmm. still uses that music, and then they come out, and they will take photos, and they'll be like, we're the fashion police. Oh, yeah, they're like really that. into, like, um, wrist accessories yeah oh yeah yeah and then tyler breeze always wears what looks like charmin rolls yeah. just like on <laughs> the ankles it's a very strange look but when he wrestles it always like flies in the air and it looks cool in photos yeah oh okay yeah kind of, i mean like i'm kind of into it yeah i mean if i were to be a wrestler this would be my premise for sure the <laughs> fashion police oh yeah uh-huh. makes sense it goes so along with the podcast much fun it's yeah. just a good idea, I think. Their videos are, they're not good actors, but they are fun. And you can tell that they enjoy doing them. Yeah. They continue to do them. And Fandango's a babe. Yes. That's it. Yep. That's all I've got to contribute. That's Brazongo. Wow. Good These job. Really Thank good you. finds. Yeah. yeah, they really are. I like them a lot. Yeah, when I found them, I was like, oh, I called dibs on them. I mean, <laughs> there's so much going on that, like, I know the whole point is us talking about their clothing and stuff. I'm almost like, struck by yeah where to I'm start like, where i mean they change it all the it's yeah mm-hmm. that changes there, all the time there's like a through line of uniform yep for sure like mm-hmm. in one of them there so there's definitely a cop thing mm-hmm. remember in a couple of them there's one where they're both wearing these like furry purple things mm-hmm. and straight up that just reminds me of like remember that mtv movie together about the boy band yes oh, oh i loved it with uh angel what was his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ashley Angel? Ashley Angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys. And whose brother was in it? Uh, Chris Farley's Chris brother. Chris Farley's brother. Yep. Oh, that, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I Chris that. Farley's brother was in it. Yep. That was um, a good... That was, that was a good. fun movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like kind of what they look... It is very Zoolander-y. Yeah. So it makes sense. that That's a good comparison, too. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Good job, Katie. Hey. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Really good one. Um, now oh, we're moving yeah. on to Sarah. Guys, I'm talking about Sasha Banks this week. Yes. I'm very excited about it. We all love her. Love her. We love her. Uh, we loved her in the Women's Royal Rumble, which is how I think we all first really saw her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her name is Mercedes Kastner Varnado, <gasps> which is a That's very a cool name. name. Yeah. yeah. So she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. What? <laughs> and she's also That's related amazing. to Brandy and Ray J. Oh! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but the Snoop Dogg thing is particularly of interest here because supposedly he's the one who helped her come up with her current in-ring persona. Interesting. Which is the boss or the legit boss. Yes. Um, but she's been in wrestling for a while. She started in the Boston area in late 2010 under the name Ferrari KV, okay. which is also a really funny play on her own given name. Oh. Yep. Got uh, it. So she was... Um, kind of a hit in the independent scene out there and she signed to WWE in 2012 she went to NXT and adopted the name Sasha Banks 
So the first pictures that I pulled up for us to look at is kind of her basic look. She wears a two-piece outfit that's very strappy. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of like straps on her arms and some like asymmetrical straps on her. Yeah, this has like, got some like fast top. and furious vibes. Yeah, too. yeah, it does. But they're always they're she often changes up the colors of them, but like the basic look of it is is always the same. They're really fun. They're yeah. really really like fun. Them. Or like you know when you go to a yoga class and you're jealous of someone's athletic wear. Yeah, that's it. Kind of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Of, like, I this girl knows how to dress for her. It's like, a little, so it's like outdoor voices. Yes, WWE <laughs> version. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So she started referring to herself as the boss and the legit boss after, as far as I can tell, looking at herself in a mirror and deciding to turn heel. I don't know anything else about this. There was some mirror thing happening at NXT. I don't know. Was it? I wonder if it was in the ring. I love. I would love if they like brought a mirror oh, and they made it like, I wish. so dramatic. No, it was backstage. I linked a video of it. You guys should watch. But it's it's just her backstage. She had brown hair at the time, and oh. another woman is like berating her about how she needs to stand up for herself and like be powerful. Um, so, however that happened, I mean, that's she, how everyone starts to really believe in themselves as a woman berating you and telling you. To yes, believe absolutely. Yes. In front of a mirror. <laughs> yeah. With lights all around it. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, Sometime after that, she debuted the purple hair, which mm-hmm. is now one of her, like, signatures. It looks so good on her. It's it really, really good. Does. It's very good. It's, like, mermaid hair done really right. Yeah, I don't normally uh, like a... I like the pastel-colored mm-hmm. hair, but I'm not a huge fan of, like, the bright, vibrant, but mm-hmm. it looks... It lo- yeah. But it looks so... It looks so good on her, and it works really well with her mm-hmm. uh, persona. So this persona kind of is what really made her, like, take off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm not going to talk too much about her wrestling career, but I did want to mention that she wrestled with Summer Rae as the Beautiful Fierce Females, or BFFs. Yes. Isn't that fun? I love that. I do, too. I really, really like that a lot. The BFFs. Um, so she won some titles. Congrats. But I'm mostly <laughs> going to talk about her clothes because I think she's really interesting. Um, she apparently loves Sailor Moon, which I think explains a lot yep. about her uh, wrestling costumes and kind of persona. Mm-hmm. I too love Sailor Moon, so mm-hmm. good, good on her. But yeah, so I pulled a couple other looks out. She has like same kind of basic looks, like she had a one red, white, and blue one that was a little bit like louder. That looks really comic book inspired, and um, and that's the one that we saw her. No, she was wearing well, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she was Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And, and it's its own slide here, but she also sometimes comes out wearing like a like a sort of studded blazer. Ooh, because she's the boss. And then you got to take it off to wrestle. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, what are the what's the deal with First of all, these boots look so tight. Yeah. In a way that, like, they're creating, like, I bet that she has marks on her thighs from this. But what is the deal with the boots? I'm trying to figure out the design here. It kind of looks like skulls, almost. It's something graphic. I couldn't get a better picture of this particular outfit to look, but... Yeah, it's some sort of like graphic pattern, but again, it looks kind of like a comic book page to me. Which oh, she that's kind of yeah. She yeah. totally reminds me of just mm-hmm. like a comic character, which I yeah, really that appreciate. is really cool. And also, her abs are remarkable. Yeah, they're insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> totally insane. Um, so yeah, and the next slide I have uh, her Wonder Woman costume. So she wrestled yeah. at the yes. Royal Rumble in a Wonder Woman costume. It's the same basic silhouette she always has, but it was Wonder Woman and I love that was it. really really cool and that's when we were all like this is the best look yep. of the night mm-hmm. it, it looks incredible um so in her personal life this is kind of cool she's married to a guy named Seraph Ton I'm sorry if I mispronounced that um he wrestled under the name Kid Mikazi or McKay's he was a wrestler for very like briefly in the WWE but he 
uh, is a costume designer now. He started oh. out, like, he would make his own costumes, and they were really good. So other, like, superstars would be like, hey, can you make something for me? Because he's just really, really good at piecing together fabric. Mm-hmm. I watched a video that he posted where he was, like, making a jacket for her that was just, like, piecing together a different material, and it was really cool. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so they got married a couple years ago. But they kept the marriage quiet for a while because some of her fans were trolling him online. Uh, being like, he's not hot enough for you. And ew. just being like, assholes. So um, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she rightfully told them all to lay off and has been kind of private about their relationship. But mm-hmm. they met through wrestling because she needed some new gear. And he was like, I'll design for you. Oh, that's great. Which I think is really lovely. So I pulled up a picture. It's just like an Instagram picture from their wedding. Her dress is yeah. fantastic. That's a beautiful uh, dress. And they look really, really sweet and happy together. Mm-hmm. And I think they're really adorable. Um, so she said about him, he's like the fashionista. He does everything. I just choose the colors. I tell him, I want to look the best, the greatest, just do your thing, and he always makes me look amazing. I love that. She said she didn't really know anything about, like, what she wanted, and he just, like, always makes her look good. Mm-hmm. And her husband said, a good costume is one that, that when you walk out, the crowd knows what you're about, they can get a good feel of your character without you even opening your mouth. Yes. Which exactly. is true, and that's, like, the purpose of costume design, but mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes with stuff like this where it's also like performance apparel sometimes the character stuff gets kind of lost in translation yep and it can go very basic or very like ugly as we've talked about and i think this is a really like he's like a i I haven't researched a ton about the other costume designers working with them and they're all very like skillful and talented but i feel like he's actually like doing some very cool artistic work Mm -hmm. with her and it's it's really awesome to like i don't know hear them talk about it like they're very thoughtful about how they're presenting her to the audience and I think that's yeah, really it's like cool. a brave like emotional journey kind of through the clothing in yeah a really cool way. I also like that because with the straps on her arms I was just thinking about how maybe when she tenses her muscles and feeling them there that would be almost like a comforting cradle oh, yeah, yeah totally. and especially because like you really don't something that we've we've discussed before is you really don't want to be wearing that much mm-hmm. because you want to be able to move around and be more mm-hmm. um, athletic. And, like, show off that bod, you know? Totally. Like, yeah. If that's your job, yeah, go yeah. for it. But also, like, yeah, just so you can move easier, it would be better to have less on you, but also there's not much you can do with just wearing, like, basically what looks like a bikini. And so mm-hmm. by adding the straps, it adds an element. That I think is really interesting. Yeah, it's and very original. cool. Uh, yeah, she's the only one dressed like this. It's, it's original. It's cool. Very distinctive. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so the flip side of this, this is interesting. In December of 2017, she and Alexa Bliss wrestled in the first ever women's match in the United Arab Emirates. Mm. Um, wow. So they had to wear special gear for the occasion cool. out of respect for the host country. Mm-hmm. They had to be more covered up. So they have these... Um, Power like, Ranger... Yeah, they are kind of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. They're like full on bodysuits, and um, they still are like related to their normal outfits. Like mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss is very like hot topic y. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, Sasha's is, is like purple this time. It's all over like bright purple, um, a little bit more violet than her hair, and has some sort of. It's very superhero. It. It's very cool. Yeah, it looking. says boss right there. Yeah, it says legit thigh. boss on her thighs. And it looks yeah. like armor pierced over it, but then like the seams that run through it are all rhinestones. Oh, cool. Oh, so she was really still cool. like sparkly and yeah. shiny. And um, I watched a 
a video of her doing an interview after this match, and she's, like, really genuinely emotional mm-hmm. and, like, crying about it. And she's talking about how much she wants to empower women and how cool it was for her to, like, do I this I love her. I do, too. Match. Um, it's, like, it's really, really sweet. So she – it's interesting because it sounded like throughout her career she sort of found more success getting pushed into – I don't think she's necessarily a heel, but, like, getting pushed into more of these, like, aggressor type of characters, but she herself seems, like, very genuine and sweet and, like, super passionate about wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and I just really liked her. This, again, I'm gonna end all of these by being like, I like this person a yeah. lot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The more you study them, the more you're like, yeah, it, it is very fun. Yeah, so that is Sasha Banks. Perfect. Yay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sarah, good job. Thank good you. Job. Guys. <laughs> We're going to move right along into Gorgeous George. I'm so excited. I know. And let me tell you, I wrote down, like, this might be long, because I'm not going to talk about his wrestling at all, but Gorgeous George is the most ridiculous person in the best way. And I, like, asked, basically the way that this came about, and you guys know this because we have a text chain, but uh, I was going to do an old-timey <laughs> We keep referring to them as old timey. I know old timey. I love it. Or like the old timey wrestler. Um, but I was like, Mike, find me someone who's like really flamboyant and absurd. And he's like, Well, this one works. And I googled him, and I was like, Yeah, okay, this is perfect. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. thank you, producer Mike, for bringing us gorgeous George. Um, so I'm basically just gonna kind of read what I copied and pasted from Wikipedia, and yeah. then we'll we'll talk on yeah. it. So the first photo I have of him is he's much younger. Uh, it's the gorgeous George persona so he was part of the first golden age of professional wrestling in the 1940s and 50s but he gained mainstream popularity and became one of the biggest stars of the period after he gained media attention for his outrageous character which was described as flamboyant and charismatic so he was born George Raymond Wagner on March 24th which means he's an Aries Mm -hmm. which is important to me and I'm going to start sharing everyone's astrological sign because my goal is to get Mike to get upset um, but that means he's passionate and energetic. Uh, as a child, he trained at the local YMCA and would stage matches against his friends. And then in 1929, he dropped out of high school at 14 and worked odd jobs to support his family. And he started wrestling at carnivals where he could earn 35 cents for a win. Wow. Yeah. Which I'm, oh, I should have done the, to see how much that actually was, but I'm still yeah. assuming it's not that much money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that seems like, like 50 bucks maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like not 35. I don't know. Um, but he wasn't physically imposing by professional wrestling standards, and he's not an exceptionally gifted athlete, but he is a gifted amateur wrestler. He's only 5'9", so he's, like, basically as tall as me. Um, So then in the late 1930s, he met his first wife, uh, Elizabeth Betty Hansen, who I put a picture of her because she is, like, peak... 1950s like beautiful woman yeah she's like um, a definite like betty of the 1950s yeah she absolutely yeah. is in this picture she has like a mink coat on i think that's mink no it's not it's like little stoles yeah it's the creatures where they're like fully intact just on you basically yeah. ferrets <laughs> yeah just yeah, they, lots of ferrets they're like black ferrets but i'm sure they're more expensive than that um and she has like bleached blonde marilyn monroe hair and like a hat with a really cool like meshy thing sarah what is it uh well it's fascinator i think technically that's what it is thank you and she's fixing his hair in the picture i love it Mm -hmm. anyway and i like his tie because he's a little orchid on it Mm -hmm. and that was one of his nicknames okay so they met and they married in an in-ring ceremony but then when the wedding was 
a good drawing card, they reenacted it across the country. Oh my gosh. And so this like brought in this enlightened Wagner to the potential entertainment value that was left untapped within the industry. Oh. So, so. he started doing gimmicks to make people come see him. And so around the same time... That's so cool. I know, right? Oh my gosh. So around the same time, Vanity Magazine, which why doesn't that still exist? It is the best name for a magazine, Mm -hmm. published a feature article about a professional wrestler named Lord Patrick Lansdowne, who I want to do because he entered the ring accompanied by two valets while wearing a velvet robe and doublet. Shut up. I want to know about him. I know. And so Gorgeous George was impressed with the bravado of such a character, um, but he believed he could take it to a greater extreme. And so he was, like, looking for a new professional persona, Uh which brings us to... Oh, my gosh. Fucking... Look at those eyebrows. Gorgeous gorgeous George. So in the early 40s... Again, I'm just reading off Wikipedia. I'm sorry. This is what's happening. Uh, George had a wrestling match at the Portland, Oregon Armory, and as he walked down the aisle of the ring, there were two women on his right, two rows back from the ring, and one woman yelled, oh, isn't he gorgeous? It was me, traveling through time. Yeah, right? (laughs) To objectify him. And that word gorgeous affected him, and he immediately felt he found his new professional persona, so he would be gorgeous George. Um, And so Elsie Hansen, Betty, the wife, her Mm -hmm. mother was a skilled seamstress, and so he asked her to make some resplendent capes that would accentuate his new persona, and then he wore those capes in all his future matches. They are they are beautiful. Good. It's wild, right? So like they look like gowns. That's the thing. They it, do. They yeah. are. It's like a mix of a. Mo- it's not necessarily a cape. Like I don't know if I would use the word cape. Wikipedia person who wrote that. Mm-hmm. I think it would be more like they're. That's it's, a wrap it's dress. A it's like a wrap dress monk. Like it's a reformation dress. It is. Oh, yeah. It is a reformation yeah. dress. Yep. Yep. It definitely. I mean, there's is. a velvet one right here. Yeah. They're, yeah, they yeah. are cool in reformation. Yeah. And I love that. So there's two photos. We'll post them, obviously, because I don't know how much fun it is to listen to us talk about. Well, that's the whole podcast. Yeah. So. I hope it's fun. It should be fun. Um, but there's such there's really great embroidery. Like it's all dark velvet, and then like a sash around the waist, and then the embroidery. I can't tell what it is in this picture, but I almost want to say it's like pine, birds, birds or pine trees. But that doesn't make sense because the orchid is like his thing. Huh. But that may have been before. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was early on, and yeah. so then on this one, he's bending over, and he on his shoulder is like this metallic looks like lace slit thing yeah mm-hmm. i don't know anyway so his pin curl it looks like he has pin curls well he does so that's a huge oh. that's a huge thing oh okay my. so okay. he debuted his new glamour boy image on a 1941 card and antagonized the fans with his exaggerated effeminate behavior when the ring announcer introduced him as gorgeous george so this showmanship was unheard of for the time and so the arena crowds grew in size as fans turned out just to make fun of him Wow, okay. So he relished the attention. And so eventually he was recruited to Los Angeles by a promoter, Johnny Doyle, known as the Human Orchid. His persona was created in part by growing his hair long, dyeing it platinum blonde, and putting gold-plated bobby pins in it, which he called Georgie pins, and <gasps> distributed to the audience. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Literally every fucking paragraph in this wikipedia thing i screamed with delight like it's so good georgie pins is like maybe the funniest thing i've ever yeah, heard of. i would buy those yeah i want to like do that at my shows yeah <laughs> just start handing people bobby pins and then so this outfit as you can see like wow 
Yep. Yeah, it's wild. So there's one, it has like a, I don't know, tool? Yeah. Tool sleeves, and it's like just, it looks, he looks like a Roman emperor. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, kind he's, of like, his general face, like he has a very strong looking face. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that robe, or cape, whatever it is, yeah. looks like it's part of the Beholding collection right now. It does. And like a really artsy girl would use that for her photos when she's getting a, yes. a yeah. uh, wedding. Yes. It's That's, beautiful. And then the second one is him just like chilling in a suit, mm-hmm. drinking tea, and getting his hair done before yeah. a match. And man, it's just. He has a very, he has a very attractive face. He yeah. does. I think it's that, striking. Yeah, he is a, he is striking. As he gets older, he looks ridiculous because I think he's a terrible alcoholic. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh boy. So I think it's just like a swollen face. Just like the, we'll see. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> just oh. he is a drinking problem for sure. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, see, so it starts like to get. It's like an old senator. Yeah. You're, it like, is. you're like, yeah. I know you're a drunk motherfucker. Yep. Anyway, so furthermore. He transferred... Oh, this is my favorite thing. This is my absolute favorite thing. Okay. So, he transformed his ring entrance into a spectacle that would take up more time than the matches. Wow. Like Undertaker. Yes. (laughs) He strolled nobly to the ring to the sounds of pomp and circumstance. Oh, my God. Followed by his valet in a purple spotlight. He would wear an elegant robe sporting an array of sequins. And he was always escorted down a personal red carpet. By his ring valet Jeffries, who would carry a silver mirror while spreading rose petals at his feet. What? While George removed his robe, Jeffries would spray the ring with disinfectant, ostensibly Chanel Number no. Five perfume. Oh my God! Which George referred to as Chanel Number no. Ten. He would say, "Why be half safe?" Oh. Oh my gosh. Before he would start wrestling, I just want us all to sit in that for a minute because yep. that is. The goddamn trolliest thing I've ever heard in my That's life. That's so yeah. like, good. What an amazing waste of everyone's time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I would love to watch it's that. It's so extra. And like, that's one of those things where I'm like, I want, like, and I keep saying valid because of Downton Abbey, for the record. But I had a feeling that was why, but I was like. No, it's because okay. of Downton Abbey because yep. it's, it's a butler character. Yep. It's not like uh, a person who parks your car. But. Like, every part of this is insane. Yeah. Like, the, the purple spotlight. Wow. Yeah. A Ever personal red carpet. Jeffries. Yeah. Jeffries. Silver mirror. Mm-hmm. Rose petals. The Chanel is what got me the most. Chanel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's disinfect. Like, that's crazy. So, moreover, we're, we're going to move on. George required that his valet spray the referee's hands before the officials allowed to check him for any illegal objects. Wow. Which thus prompted his now famous outcry, Get your filthy hands off me! No! Yes! (laughs) It's from motherfucking gorgeous George. Oh my gosh. Because if they touched him without spraying perfume on his hands. Chanel perfume. Crazy. Alright, so once the match would begin, he would cheat in every way possible. (laughs) He was the industry's first true cowardly villain, and he would cheat at every opportunity, which would make the crowd fucking furious. I love him. Yeah, I do too. Oh, I'm obsessed with him. And so in this photo now, he's wearing a silk, uh, Shakespearean-esque, like, smock almost. I'm sure it's a longer cape. And he's just holding a, like, bunch of feathers behind his head. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fan. That's it's a, a fan. fan. I couldn't scent. think of the word fan because o- I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, like ostrich feather fan, like a burlesque dancer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you just... You know Felsky's opinion on burlesque dancers. Yeah, I don't yeah. like them. I think it's the lowest art form. Anyway, so, so, okay. Whoa. So, back to cheating. His whole thing is, if you can win, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Um, and so, his showman's ability to work a crowd was so successful in the early days of television, he became the most famous wrestler of his time, drawing furious heel heat wherever he appeared. Mm-hmm. So, it was with the advent of television that his character exploded into the biggest drawing card the industry had ever known so with networks i love this part this is very hollywood also again reading from wikipedia with the networks looking for cheap effective programming to fill its time slots pro wrestling's glorified action became a genuine hit with the viewing public as it was the first program of any kind to draw a real profit interesting yeah um consequently it was Gorgeous George, who brought the sport into the nation's living rooms as his histrionics and melodramatic behavior made him a larger-in-life figure. Um, his first television appearance took place on November 11th, 1947, the day before my birthday. Hey. I was also born in that year. Ooh. Um, 1947. Yes. You look great. Thank birthday. you so much. Uh, an event that was recently named among the top 100 televised acts of the 20th century by Entertainment Weekly. Oh. And he immediately became a national celebrity at the same level of Lucille Ball and Bob Hope, who personally donated hundreds of robes for George's collection. <gasps> Bob oh did? I, it seems that that's what's implied. Because again, Bob Hope also like fancy robe enthusiast. That's apparently, yeah. closet closet robe enthusiast. <laughs> pun intended. Um, but they changed the course of the hist- of the industry forever. Uh, so he created a new sense of theatrics and character performance that had not previously existed. So he's like the. I don't know. This isn't the right phrase. Patient zero <laughs> for, <laughs> for wrestling. Gorgeous George's patient zero yeah. of the entrances, which is our favorite part. Yeah, yeah. the best part. The mm-hmm. best part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the photo is him sitting with his valet Jeffries, Jeffries is holding a tray with a drink on it, and he's looking in a mirror in the little like wrestling diaper thing. Yep. Yeah, um, that's Real like one of those airy. mirrors you get at an appraisal. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And there's like a. Oh, that's the pote. I thought this was like a candle. Oh yeah, <laughs> a single candle. Behind a single him. candle behind him. It's not. It's just the wrestling ring. Um. Okay. So, uh, it is said that George was probably responsible for selling as many television receivers as Milton Berle. Um. So by the 1950s, Gorgeous George's star power was so huge he was able to command 50% of the gate for his performances, which oh. allowed him to earn over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh my gosh. Which made him one of the highest paid athletes in the world. But his most famous match was against his longtime rival, Whipper Billy Watson, <laughs> in which a beaten George had his treasured golden lock shaven <gasps> bald before 20,000 fans at Toronto's Maple Leaf Gardens and millions more on national television. Can you imagine? I mean, watching a dude get his head shaved on television? Whoa. Well, this yeah. is where you can. He looks like. So I, I, yeah. I put the Globe and Mail, like, yeah. the newspaper article, and it basically. He looks like a corpse in these. He's, honestly. Yeah. This looks like all the Jack the Ripper uh, oh, yeah. mortuary photos. Sorry. Uh, other interest. Um, it says Gigi's locks are shorn as wimp, whipper triumphs. Villain shorn, an unexpected ending to saga of wrestling. It's golden locks. Um, so he had his head shaved. So then oh. as his... So, oh, Lord, does. Yes. So we'll talk more about this look, but uh, as his wrestling career wound down, he invested $250,000 in a 195-acre turkey ranch 
built in Beaumont, California. Oh my god. What? Seems normal, right? <laughs> Why? Just so many, so many damn questions. The wrestler used his showman skills to promote his prized poultry at the wrestling matches and sports shows popular during his heyday. He raised turkeys and owned a cocktail lounge in Van Nuys, California, which he named Gorgeous George's Ringside Restaurant, which we must go Is to. Is it still if it's there? Still... I don't know. Mike? We'll do our You're the expert. Show. Why would I know that? You're supposed to know things. Everything. You're the producer. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what a shame. We, yeah. we will research Major that Major bummer. Sure. Um, I'm sorry, Mike. So, Wagner was diagnosed with liver psoriasis oh, in 1962, so his doctors ordered him to retire from wrestling, and he had a heart attack on December 24th, 1963. Oh, no. December what? 24th. 24th. Oh, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Died two days... He made it to Christmas. Oh, okay. Eve, Died two days later. <laughs> Day after Christmas? What's left to enjoy? He got all his gifts. Yep. <laughs> More robes. Yeah, and turkeys. Just, he just got a bunch of ropes. Oh my and God. maybe like two more turkeys for the farm. Um, my and so a plaque at his gravesite reads, "Love to our daddy, gorgeous George." Oh, what a daddy! What a daddy! Um, he was forty-eight. He was forty-eight. So he died wow. very young. Damn, he, I know, did something to himself. Bad alcoholic. Yeah. So that means will get you every time. <laughs> it will. Oh my gosh. Uh, it really will. So the robes in this one, and then I think I have like one more photo because it's amazing. Um, but these two are just like the most, yeah, they're like poodle esque, yeah, cupcake stacked wedding cake looking I would ass. Pay so much money to go to an exhibit where all of these were. Yeah, like that would be so cool to just see all of these. I also bet they're really like well made, yeah. and mm-hmm. constructed. And so I would like to see. I, I'm positive they've held up we should look into if they're in a museum somewhere yeah or yeah. like touring around yeah yeah um this is the last one. Oh my gosh so this is like his influence on culture oh i remember this uh yes. cartoon so i show i have a picture here from the 1951 warner brothers mary melodies cartoon mm-hmm. where called bunny hug which features the one-shot character ravishing ronald modeled after gorgeous george and so it's just basically this like big beefcake and I found a gif of him like running on his tippy toes oh. and like across, like dancing across the ring. And now there's like a woman throwing roses on him. He's just laying on a platter. Oh, it's that's very funny. Great. But I also remember this character. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, cool. Um, but otherwise, his uh, influence on culture is major because Muhammad Ali and James Brown acknowledged that their approach to flamboyant self promotion was influenced by George. Damn. So 19-year-old Ali met him uh, when he was 46 at a Las Vegas radio station. During George's radio interview, the wrestler's promo caught the attention of a future heavyweight champion. If George lost to classy Freddie Lassie, cool, Uh, George exclaimed, I'll crawl across the ring and cut my hair off, but that's not going to happen because I'm the greatest wrestler in the world. Oh. Basically, I read him as Billy Eichner. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Like, that's big time. so great. Was like, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to. And then Ali, who later echoed that very promo and taunting um, Sonny Liston, recalled, I saw 15,000 people coming to see this man get beat, and his talking did it. And I said, This is a good idea. 
And then the locker room afterward, the seasoned wrestler gave the future legends some invaluable advice. A lot of people will pay to see someone shut your mouth. So keep on bragging, keep on sassing, and always be outrageous. Whoa. And that is gorgeous, George. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's awesome. amazing. Also, just to say that cartoon, um, mm-hmm. do y'all remember when like they might be giants? They did like Particle Man and all yes. that on Looney Tunes. Uh, that just reminded me yeah. of it. Because it was like the cartoon with the wrestling and the music. Yes. That was very good. No, I completely. Yeah. So wow. Gorgeous Georgia's. That was great. Yeah. Epic. Epic. Truly epic. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Wow. I know. I feel He's good. like I really learned. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. So then we have. Oh yeah. Closing so, out. We have a couple of things. Final thoughts. Um. So as we are recording this. On May 6th, tonight is WWE Backlash. Um, I have it tomorrow. It's, it's today. Tonight. Yeah, I, I will almost certainly end up seeing some of it later because my husband will watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, so Mike has asked us for our predictions for the following <laughs> matches. I uh, love this. Bailey, yep. uh-huh. Bailey versus Ruby Riot in a singles match. Um, I like Baby, Bailey's outfit better. Ruby mm-hmm. Riot is. Looked like she rolled in glue and then rolled in a hot topic. So no done. Yeah, <laughs> Next. I would agree on that one. Yeah, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the no disqualification match for the WWE Championship. Okay, so this is the nut punching unlimited yeah. match. Ah, uh, so, Shinsuke then for sure. I I like Shinsuke a lot, but I feel really mm-hmm. bad because literally all he's done is just punched him in the nuts like so many times in in is the he? shows that it's. The logic here to me is very confusing Hmm. because they're like, hey, you punched this guy in the nuts so many times, you're not supposed to do that, so we're going to give you a full match where that's all you get to do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's insane. It's kind of like when people watched Borat and would say, my wife, to every female they met. (laughs) That's what the punching in the nuts reminds me of. That it's just like, let's move on from that. I was going to say, it's like when you catch a kid smoking a cigarette, you make him smoke the whole pack. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's like that kind of like punishment style. Yep. Insane. And also... AJ Styles does not benefit from this. No, no. in no way. And you can so, tell he's like overdoing that again. You know what? Maybe he'll win actually because of that. Yeah. AJ Styles? Yeah, I think AJ Styles can win. I like AJ Styles. And I also want to know what kind of shampoo and conditioner he yeah, uses because wow. his hair is always perfect. He looks like Miley Cyrus' dad. Oh, yeah. He does. Forget his name. Billy Ray. Ray. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Achy, breaky heart. Or the one who's married to Nicole Kidman. Look, Keith I don't, Urban? Look, these Keith men Urban. with the flat ironed hair, I can't keep them. Their yeah, names there are okay. a lot of them. Yeah. And all their right. names are all the same name. Yeah. Okay, and then we've got Seth Rollins, Rollins. versus The Miz. Okay. Oh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, I, well, I know. I think we all kind of like The Miz, yeah. right? Even though we're not supposed to, according to society. See, my thing is that <laughs> I would fuck Seth Rollins, so I want him to win. Okay. His hair is too damp for me. Yeah. Oh, is it? It doesn't look it in this no, photo. No, he's one of those, like, dump some water on your head oh, and yes. throw it around. It always gets wrestlers. stuck on the forehead. That's yeah. always what I remember of the wet hair. I do think he's mm-hmm. actually quite handsome. He's yeah. handsome. But the hair is a... I don't like. He's yeah. in he's intact for type for me, so... But we'll, we'll go with the Miz. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, oh, there's more. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, okay, there's, okay. A, there's, like, nine matches. <laughs> so much? Yeah, so Jeff Hardy oh, no. and Randy oh, Orton... No. For United States title. Jeff Hardy, got that goddamn rash guard on. Look at his beard. Doesn't he look like a lizard man? Look at his beard. He looks just like a he was born a villain. Yeah. He really had no Can choice. We have everyone lose? Yeah, everyone loses in this match. Everyone loses. 
Okay, no one gets no. the title. Randy Orton, the the winner, the fireman, gets yeah. to win. All right. We know the next one for sure. Yeah. Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss, and we were going for Nia, Nia. Jax. 100%. Beautiful goddess Nia Jax. I mean, look, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss is a fantastic competitor. Oh, yeah. She's a great character. Yeah. But. Too I, good. We don't like her. I just wish that they could come up with a better reason to be a villain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Like, I'm just uninspired by that storyline. Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. I oh, think Charlotte yeah. Flair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Although, no? I think the Carmella stuff is, like, pretty funny. I don't know who Carmella is. She has this sort of Jersey Shore thing going yeah, on. she's got oh, the that's money. Oh, uh, I like that. She had the, so she had the money in the bank thing, which apparently means you can just jump in whenever you want and fight someone. So she came in and got Mike is laughing. Is that at me true, so Mike? Hard. This is my understanding of the situation. Uh, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's how I interpreted it because uh, the iconic duo, who I will definitely talk about sometime soon, came in and, and beat up, made fun of Charlotte Flair and then beat her up. And then um, Carmella came in as Charlotte was so tired on the ground and just like basically kicked her in the face and stole her belt. <laughs> okay. Um, this is, again, my interpretation of the situation. So that's how she got the title. Okay. She cashed in the, the very real briefcase they must tote around until they do that. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, so she has it now. And I think she might, they might let her keep it for a little bit longer because she's only had it for, I don't know, a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I expect Carmella. She's funny. Okay. Oh, my gosh, there's so many things in this. I know. <laughs> yeah, three more. So we got Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. Man, every time I say Samoa Joe, I want to say Samoa Joa. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, well, I mean, I probably, probably so give Roman Reigns a, a win, right? Yeah. <sighs> I'm tired of him. I am too. I, like, Mike, when we started doing this podcast, was like, I'm excited to see if you guys, like, don't like the same wrestlers that, like, everyone seems to not like. And with Roman Reigns, I really fucking don't like him. Yeah, like, I get why. He why just seems fandom. like a goddamn dick. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is about him and. Yeah, and the vest. The vest and everything. Like, I, I like his tattoo. I like his look. I think he's he, very like, handsome. He's super yeah. handsome. Mm-hmm. But I cannot get behind him. Yeah, I can't. I can't either. He's very boring and I he hate seems, his vest. He seems oddly insecure. Is that why? Like, because when he's standing and, like, when he comes out, he doesn't seem like he's having a, he wants to be there. No. Yeah, it's like he fell into him. wrestling. I, yeah, well, everyone does hate him, so maybe he's yeah. like, oh. He's, like, sad. Yeah. Maybe he is sad. Maybe but he takes gosh. it personally. Now I feel kind of bad. Yeah. Well, Well, whatever. this is not going to make you feel any better, because Samoa Joe is very mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's going to make fun of him a lot and be really mean. Okay. So I kind of want Samoa Joe to win. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> I know we're not. He's like he's really fun. Yeah, he is. He has fun shorts. I don't okay. know. I like him. Yeah, he looks like a toad. All right. <laughs> so, so then we got Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, and we want Daniel. We Bryan. want yeah. Daniel Bryan. Because fuck you, Big Cass. Yeah, he did that lame ass stunt. You rat at you you rat ass bitch. <laughs> he's so tall. His face looks like a rat. I'm being mean. I'm sorry. End of the podcast, and we're just ripping. I've just lost it. (laughs) Okay. And then we have Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn. Oh, easy. Braun. Braun and Bobby. Braun and Bobby. Oh, yeah. Big time. 
Big time. Sammy Zane was in an episode of uh, Total Bellas. Yeah? How yeah. would he do? They talked about he had, like, a neck in, in injury like Nikki did. Oh. And so they talked about the surgery that they both got. Wow. And I was like, That's oh. fun. Yeah. That was their whole conversation. And I was like, cool, another wrestler. Wow. All right. Well, that's Backlash tonight. Mm-hmm. Sarah's going to watch it. Yep. Katie? It'll be in my algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> I will see it somehow. That seems like a really good place to wrap this time. Yeah. The... Any final thoughts aside from Christine is mean and just made fun of no, a I bunch mean, of people's faces? I think this is really exciting. Oh, here's a good final thought. Guys, we're actually on iTunes now. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a real life podcast. So please go on there and now we can say rate, review, subscribe. Please Yay. do. We have one review um, from. A friend of a friend that is so nice it's and so, so sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. I screenshot it and sent it to our text chain because I was just like, "Look!" It really warmed my heart. And Me you know too. what? Here's a nice thought. Um, if you don't like us, you don't have to do any of these things or leave us a bad review. You can yeah. just go about your life and like don't troll. Also, yeah. it's. I mean, you sat with us for an hour, so you, you know, stop being so obsessed with us. Yeah, why are you yeah. so obsessed with us? And really make sure that you look into the Matt Hardy deletion video. Yeah. Because uh, it is the most insane thing we will see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has a huge wrestling ring on his compound, and he has a celebration beforehand. It. I'm not going to go into all of it, but there's a lot to talk about with it, so... Oh, man. I yep. can't get crying again. Oh, God. We can't do this. Mike, any thoughts before we go? Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank yeah, thank you. you for listening. Please. Bye. Bye. Bye.